Hello, everyone, and welcome to Our Empowered Voices. This is Kay Walker with my podcast partner, Sandy Evenson. We're here to bring you stories, stories of women in different phases of their life, stories that share the ordinary miracles of ordinary women that become extraordinary to someone listening to them, stories of empowerment. I welcome you to come sit with us and listen. Today, I get to talk with Sandy, Sandy Evenson, my podcast partner. I get to talk with her about her new book, The Woo Woo Way, Unblock Your Chakras and Transform Your Life. Sandy is one of my colleagues and is an empowerment coach out in the world, making it a better place. Come on in as I introduce you to my brilliant friend, Sandy. So let me tell you a little bit about Sandy. Sandy's been in the military. She's been a top-notch hairdresser for many years and has since become a coach to empower and support women. And now she's telling her story and, and sharing her passion in her new upcoming book. It's called The Woo Woo Way. Unblock your chakras and transform your life. I'm so excited. Sandy and I met, we met each other several years ago when she joined our coaching community and she was training to be a successful and transformational coach with Margaret Lynch Ranieri. You know, Sandy and I have also been these podcast partners in our series and I've loved every minute of being with Sandy on the podcast and in our adventures. So it's my privilege and honor today to have Sandy back on the other side of the mic with me and having her share about her new book and the journey that's brought her here today. I think I'm most excited about her story and the journey. So let's jump in. Oh, Sandy, I'm so happy to see you. Welcome. Welcome. Wow. Thank you so much. Hello, everybody. What a, what a great introduction. Um, well, of course, stories are the best part, you know. It, that is the meat of life and telling our story. So, of course. Um, and, you know, when we met, we, we've said this before, I think, and you did interview me once before early on, and we talked about that, about how we connected instantly. So we know we've known each other. Uh, in in the energetic world, I guess, and perhaps in a previous life, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, we've been on some journeys together ourselves. And, you know, I'm sitting here now, okay, in awe of how the heck did I get here? Because <laughs> you and I both know we had no idea this is where I was going to be. Yeah. So, uh, you know, you guys, um, Kay and I met when I, I had uh, decided that I would uh, get training to become a coach. I had for many years been thinking about doing something different. I absolutely loved what I was doing, you know, working behind the chair in the salon. Uh, I loved the people I worked with and for, and especially the, the women that I worked, um, did incredible things with. And when I started training to be a coach, it was more to see how I could 
ease my way in away from the chair, get into more of a retirement, semi-retirement thing. But I wanted to give back. I wanted to help others in a different way. And uh, I also needed some income. So it seemed like the best of all worlds. And as soon as I got into the training, I thought, well, heavens, I've been a coach my whole life. Um, yeah, so stop, people stop right. in my chair, you know? That's right. That's what I've always thought as we've, as we've gone through this and you've told your story and, and what you're doing is, yes, you have been that coach all your life and, and didn't, didn't put that label on it, of course. But working with people and listening and listening and listening and reflecting, not, mm -hmm. not as much advising. That's not what we do. But that listening and reflecting all your life, and you do it so well. Yeah. Uh, so I just wanted to pull that out for, for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the, I called it the transition. Um, because with people in the salon and the, you know, and anybody in the beauty industry knows this, we are, we're the people that can get into your personal space and it feels good. <laughs> so, sure. you know, everybody else, you know, you're going to doctors and dentists and, you know, you know, unless you're, uh, have a, a incredible, uh, skincare specialist therapist or nail tech or a beautiful massage and, and all those beautiful energy medicine people unless you're doing those kinds of things you don't uh, allow people to have a, a vulnerability space where it's very to me it was very sacred that mm -hmm. um, I called it the sanctity behind the chair uh, I would build this sort of um, ethereal bubble around us to where, you know, it was always said within the salons that I worked in, anything that happens in the salon stays in the salon. Um, yes. And we were, we were above the stereotypical things that you see in books and movies and TV about the gossip and the backbiting and things like that. It's always very, very nourishing and nurturing uh, for people. And... So I learned early on the power that I had in my hands as far as helping people, particularly women, find their inner beauty by helping them enhance the outer. And so, um, and I was never about changing someone. It was more about enhancing and bringing out their best qualities. And, you know, if they felt they had things they didn't really like, well, I knew how to balance against that, or, you know, so it was really fun. And um, I saw magic happen. I mean, I saw personalities change or actually the real person within them be brave enough to come out. I saw uh, women be able to get healthy, lose weight, work out, all, all sorts of things from that visit in the salon. Yeah. And kept you, supporting them. Do you have maybe one tiny snippet of that that... A, a client that you had that yeah you know you the, one that, the one that sticks out the most and there's so many uh but the, the one that always pops into my head was early in my career i had moved um after 
being in the hair business for a couple of years, I, I was in Wisconsin and we moved, my uh, late husband and I moved to Virginia, back to where we met, just outside DC. And so I, when I took a job in a very uh, beautiful high-end salon, it was the token American at first, it was all Europeans, incredibly talented, amazing people. And I inherited a clientele from a British woman who was moving, I think, to California. So long story short, I had uh, several people that were, it was in that age of still some women who were doing roller sets and sitting under dryers and, uh, you know, that kind of era. And I was determined that, you know, I'm a, I'm a girl of the late 60s and 70s, so I never teased my hair. I didn't do that kind of stuff, you know, it's the other way around. And I learned really quickly that these women who came in every week were genuinely wonderful, but they took up my time. I wanted to be able to do dimensional hair color and all sorts of other things. People who came in every four to six weeks, right? So one by one, I would try to transition them into, uh, you know, the freedom of being able to wash your hair and let it dry or, you know, do other things and sit under a dryer and then not touch it for a week, you know, those things. Yeah. So this one lady, um, she wasn't all teased up, but if you guys, and um, particularly our generation, but if you guys know anything about Betty Davis, the um, classic actress, uh, she had a special hairstyle that was, when you saw her in public or those kind of things, and it was just kind of this straight and turned under at the chin or slightly under the chin and um, some bangs usually, but very, 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 very smooth and precise and stuff. So I have this lady who insisted on a particular blonde hair color and a particular set, which she told me how to do it. And I was young and pretty naive. I couldn't really work my way around that yet. And so it was like a, a line of rollers at the bottom of the hair and just tucking the hair under so that it would make this perfect smooth, under uh, turn. So when I first got to do her hair color and I saw how she had natural wave and some curl in her hair, I mean, I'd sort of seen it before, but not really looked at it that well. And I thought, oh my goodness. So I started talking to her about changing her hair and letting it dry naturally and embracing her natural wave. And she was like, no, I can't do that. Now, this woman is very, very stern and strict and uh, probably stoic in her life as well. And she, wouldn't, she would never change anything. And she finally, each time I saw her, she finally said, well, maybe after my daughter's wedding. She didn't want to change a thing because she just thought, oh, my God, I could, that could be dangerous. So finally, we did it. And she came back to me after and said, oh, my God, I should have listened to you all this time. I waited a whole year to find out the freedom. And I just, I, my, in my mind, I went, I got the power. <laughs> um, so, you know, that kind of thing happened over and over again. You know, there was a woman who uh, just couldn't figure out how to stick with a healthy diet and to lose the weight she needed to lose for health. 
And for some reason, she decided to take her hair off, go short. It had been long, very thick and curly. Oh, here we are in a curl thing. But she went red. This beautiful, not fire engine or anything, but this beautiful, she had very much an Irish complexion. And six weeks later, she came back for a color touch-up and her trim. I don't know how many pounds she lost, but she was a whole different woman. And she had this big smile on her face. And she said, this is it. It did it. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? What alter ego was inside of her? And, you know, she did have red as a child, you know, some red, sort of mm-hmm. auburnish. And thought, well, okay, maybe that's her inner child. Well, now I would say that, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Those, when you talk about those, and we're both in the coaching realm and industry, those are some of the same changes and ahas yes. and breakthroughs. Exactly. That we get with yeah. coaching and listening and reflecting back. So Yeah, just, I see I, the opposite now. I see, um, you know, it's all the same, but I'm from the other side. Uh, and the inner work that I coaxed out of people that I, could, I couldn't ever really advise anyway, you know, I could only say, here's a reference. <laughs> so now... Um, helping women bring that part of themselves out. And for me, I always say I found the girl I left behind when uh-huh. I was 20. And uh-huh. um, it's, it's that over and over and over again, you know? Uh, so it's the idea of helping them see the beauty within themselves. Yeah. Nice. So I want to talk a little tiny bit about about the book. I mean, so, so I want stories interspersed, but um, it seems, and you can, you can tell me if, if I've not gotten this correct, but it seems this book has come from part of your recent journey. So the last 10 years. So I, I know that you lived your life and it, and it all contributed to that, Mm -hmm. but in your, in your book, and it's not out yet for for any of you there. Sandy's still working <laughs> through this because there's a lot of process in writing and publishing a book. But in the beginning, you tell that story of coming home with your dog and and having been out on that walk and also kind of going within to you and talking to the universe and pleading with the universe and asking for help and all those kinds of discussions that we have only to get home and find that your husband is hunched over a bowl with red specks of red wine in it, as you say. And it turns out those specks were blood and he was gravely ill. So what came next through that journey contributed to you delving deeper into the woo-woo world, it mm-hmm. seems. Is that true? It is. Uh, you know, it's that old saying, when the student is ready, the teacher appears. Yes. So, you know, I had, as many of us do, I'd spent uh, many years in 
self-improvement, personal development world, um, always trying. And I think that actually saved me from going down a rabbit hole of, of depression or something to just at least try to improve myself. And, you know, my husband was, was in a um, really dark night of the soul. He'd had a lot going on. And so then physically he collapsed and went in the hospital. And I was in a panic. Uh, there, there was sort of that surreal feeling about, okay, I was just on a walk and, and screaming to the heavens, help me. You know, I can't handle this anymore. And bam. So be careful what you ask for, folks. And um, after he was in uh, the ICU and a whole sorts of, of journey for him, I received an email introducing um, Nick Ortner, who has the Tapping Solution now, tappingsolution.com. Mm -hmm. He was uh, in the throes of putting his book out so he could make money so he could do a documentary because he had found this whole idea of the emotional freedom technique or tapping. And so I looked at that and there was this thing where you could get free downloads if you bought the book. And if you bought a couple books, you got more. And, you know, so I got that. And very much the, it, that came right away. And um, that night I went through the evening meditation um, very short, about 13 minutes of evening clearing, evening affirmations. And I was literally standing there uh, tapping away on my face and body like, this is insane. What the heck am I doing? Well, I'm just going to keep going for it. And then as the uh, words were being spoken, Nick's uh, sister was uh, leading it and I was following Every word she was said was exactly what I needed. You know, uh, a lot of it was, what if I'm not doing enough? I'm not doing enough. Oh, my God, I'm so stressed. And as I was tapping, another emotion came through, which was guilt. And I just stood there with tears, like waterfall coming down my face. And it wasn't sobbing or anything. So I just kept tapping and saying the words. Um, and I slept like a baby. Wow. Well, this is interesting. Something to this. Um, and then I received uh, an email about uh, Nick was doing a webinar on wealth and, you know, stability. I thought, well, going to need that. You know, I have no idea going forward. You know, there's this mortgage and a couple of cars and I got to work. How am I going to, how am I going to do this? And sitting through that, I thought, well, how can I do that? That's, that's, I'm tapping with other people. And randomly, people would be on the line talking about their issues, and we would tap with them. Well, what I found out is that you can tap on anyone else's issues, and it still helps you, even if you don't think you're on the specifics. And so I thought, well, how is this going to help? The very next day, Kay, I got a check in the mail for $1,500. Oh, my gosh. And the serendipity of that is it was exactly what I needed to pay a lawyer who was helping me and she'd given me a great discount of like 3000 and I'd given her part and I needed to pay her off and uh, we were dealing with the house and so I thought well this could 
be coincidence, but I really think more uh, that there aren't coincidences. <laughs> it's uh-huh. just serendipity. So anyway, so okay, you know, I kind of smiled about it, but didn't say anything to anybody. Um, the next morning, I got a phone call, and there is someone who was a friend who had worked with my husband who said, Sandy, I just want to let you know you're going to get a check in the mail. <laughs> what? Oh, is my this? gosh. And so, you know, the, she and the people that had worked with him were trying to do something to help, and they uh, created a little fund and, you know, put it in the bank, and she wrote the check. She said, it's going to be $1,000 or more. I went. Seriously, I mean, I was speechless. I couldn't talk about it for several months because I got choked, so choked up. That somebody mm-hmm. would be so so thoughtful, and you know, so those kinds of things kept happening. Um, and I, and um, so the very next thing, which is how I got introduced to Margaret Lynch Ranieri in the coaching world, was her program, her original uh, tapping into wealth manifestation seven levels of wealth manifestation. Yes. And I thought, well, I still need that. I had no clue what that was going to be about. And Mm -hmm. I went through it three times in a row because it was so amazing, so helpful. Okay. Yeah. So you're asking about fast forward after that happened with my husband. Um, I was in this throes of like listening to Margaret which helped my sanity, mm-hmm. you know, learning the whole basic EFT um, first and then listening to Margaret. So that really helped my sanity okay. and helped me stay grounded um, to put one foot in front of the other uh, because the choices are pretty slim. You know, I could just have gone crazy myself or walked away um, or just one foot in front of the other. Yeah, yeah. So I want to talk about that for for a second, and I want to talk about the aspect of pain. So you Mm -hmm. were taking action, and you were doing positive things and noticing, and at the same time, there was still pain involved. This is a hard, it's a hard thing to go through. This is a hard journey, right? The whole time that I'd been doing the personal development stuff, all those years. I was, uh, you know, I always call it my own pretty little lie because I was, I was doing really well at work. I was very, very lucrative there and uh, having a great time. But the smile on my face was to cover mm-hmm. the angst that was going on at home. So, you know, yes, that part of the journey, uh, you know, he was ICU for two weeks, step down two weeks, hospital rehab two weeks then into um, assisted living. So it was just a lot, a lot, a lot going on. I mean, it was, uh, I called it bumper cars, you know, hitting me constantly. So it was that very idea of um, being able to stay grounded enough to make decisions. And then the craziest thing, my husband, because he, it turns out he was diagnosed with alcoholic dementia. He already had a couple heart disease issues. So (laughs) it was such a crazy time and he had a turnaround because there he is in this home, a lockdown unit home being taken care of. 
um, three meals a day, all the medications. He had a recovery. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he went from being completely out of it and looking like a 110-year-old man to, I mean, I walked in the next time and he was sitting up in a chair, healthy and looking pretty vibrant and carrying oh. on a conversation. He was like holding court with other people. And he, I mean, he still had a lot of problems, but it was just so weird. And the hard part was, here's another guilt thing. I didn't want him to get better. I'd already been through the grieving process. I called it pre-grieving. Yes. And I, I said, I'd been through those stages of denial and anger. And it was so, oh God, the pain. And I had worked my way to acceptance. And I was preparing to be a widow and doing these different things to take my life forward to make sure he had a comfortable exit. And it, 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 he came back. And um, the, the hard, hard part was he, he went back, right back through the same process and went back into the alcohol and back into the uh, anxiety and depression. And that anger was off the chain. And I, would, I was really suffering the whole time, yes. really suffering. So that, that again, if it weren't for that tapping, I don't know what I would have done. And I, if it weren't for, I mean, I literally decided, okay, I'm here. I'm, I'm, I can work all day because I have caregivers, but I'm going through coach certification. Yes. And I would, I would sit at the computer at night, you know, being able to see where he was and monitor and everything. Uh, headphones on to listen to the audios. I rarely could get to a live call. But I, I went through the modules that are 90 minutes and it would take me three hours because mm-hmm. I was up and down with him. But I could also stand at the sink, rinse a plate and tap <laughs> my collarbone. Uh-huh. I'm so frustrated because the dementia was really increasing again. You know, he'd had like a little window that wasn't too bad. Um, and then it was just off the chain. Everything was off the chain. So, Yeah. Yeah, I know. It wasn't crazy, crazy. So part of this book is is part of that journey, um, because I I found my way. I found my myself again. I discovered that I was I, I had this broken heart because I, I was grieving for what could have been. You know, the this beautiful yes. long relationship that just you know I I didn't have the strength to leave it. Uh, when I could have, should have, whatever, uh, I was definitely realized that I was in a codependent relationship had become more of a, in the poor me mode rather than anything else. So now I'm in, okay, now it's more of an obligation to take care of this man. And, but I had that time to get the training. So it took me through so much and I discovered that broken heart had broken open. Yes, so yeah. that I could break through, but I could also receive because I had a big wall around me. Of and course. Just like started to break down and help and lead other people to me like you and the whole uh, team, Margaret and my coaches were so amazing. Um, so that journey was so powerful. And as you know, it led me to the life I have now where I am with this magnificent man and a completely amazing relationship, uh, you know, and 
I, I think about our, our uh, president right now, President Biden, because when he was introducing uh, the first lady before the election, it was, he was introducing her to speak. And he said, very few people get a second chance to have a love in their life. And, this, and he was talking about her. Mm-hmm. And I thought, here I am now, the same. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, phenomenal, uh, you know, man. So who supports me in every way. And we are, we're both in the woo-woo world. So it's really helpful because my, my late husband used to say, I'd come back from a seminar workshop, you know, before the internet, right. And he'd say, you just had sunshine pound up your butt again. Right. <laughs> right. You know, yeah. Totally yeah. Awesome. So, so I just heard a quote the other day that kind of speaks to what you're talking about, the pain and to and to where you've been and it says that we are creatures who are born to transform pain into beauty Mm. and and it talks about pain being a part of a part of life and what we can do to transform it um and 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 transform it into some sort of healing state maybe maybe for other people who have experienced the same kind of pain that we have maybe into some sort of creative expression but somehow it turns into beauty wow that's so powerful that's what i see with with you and even even the the bumps and the mountains and the obstacles Right there's a, I see that strength. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. there's a spark, and sometimes there's a big fire in you. Yeah, it says, "Oh my gosh, I don't even know what to do." And right there you are with that heart that is cracked open, from being heartbroken to cracked open to receive. Such mm-hmm. such a journey, but such a beautiful way of being able to move through life yes yeah what a powerful thing and you know uh, we're we learn right away when you get into training that you have to go through everything so that you can hold the space for others so going through the processes that we now coach with uh, was just so eye-opening and each time you think you've got it, you know, there's another layer that you didn't know was there. So it's really, really amazing how often you can use it. Yeah. Do all that sort of stuff. But it was that very process in my healing that just sparked me to want to do this, want to help others. And particularly women, particularly of a certain age, although you know, I coach everybody, but it's just really fascinating to me. Um, how we don't even know how strong we are. We're going through stuff and we're just so full of the angst and so full of the stuff, the thoughts in our head. Um, And unless we have a way to come down out of our head and listen to what's going on in our body, we spin and we get stuck, which is, you know, we all do. Exactly. And And I see you being able to see that and go through it 
And the other part of this that I, that I had heard was pain is not, the, is not a detour from the main road. <laughs> it's not a detour from the main road. Nope. <laughs> pain is part of the main road. And that's what I hear you saying. And you've embraced that. This is, this is not just a little thing off and then I'll get back to my life. This is right. your life. This is, this is how you're embracing it. And full on with all the emotions, the pain and the frustration and the joy and the I'm not sure and I am sure. All of them, sometimes all at once. But yeah, sometimes you know, the pieces. process that when you, you know, I'm, we're all constantly learning, and I'm, I'm getting better and better at feeling the emotion before it's the emotion. You know, it, it happens in your body before it, the thought comes, but yes. it's so fast that we bypass it. And we just have the thought, and the feeling is up there, and so I'm beginning to be better at that where it's like sometimes it just feels I just feel off like maybe the air is different I don't know and I'll have to stop and I'll actually just start I'll just tap on my collarbone and say okay what is this am I sick no I don't get sick am I tired no I'm fine and then I'll just well what do I need to know here what's going on and suddenly something will happen something will come and I'll know so it I find it really fascinating. Uh, I even, I talk to my uh, injuries now, you know, uh -huh. talk about woo woo people. Uh -huh. I you know if I have like a, my ankle goes out or something, I'll go, okay, what is that? Left side. That's my mother's side. What's going on? <laughs> being very woo woo, but it will actually help me connect and get grounded again and like stop cussing myself for dripping or, you know, whatever's going on there. Um, and I, I had just read recently where if we had something happen in our past, especially in our childhood, like a twisted ankle, and maybe it was really broken or something. And this is just an example. It's not really me, but the, the idea that you might've had an injury in a specific spot, we know that that spot physically is weak. You know, you can, you can have a stronger bone, you'll be Okay but it's, it's a little weaker, it can be susceptible. But what it is really is the residual emotional impact like uh -huh. that happened around the injury. And most of the time, the injuries come because of an emotional thing. It's like a big, big, big cycle. And if we understand that every single emotion we have, every single trauma we've had in our life, mm -hmm sits in the body it, it it gets into the cells it causes damage it causes all kinds of issues physically uh, and there are scientific ways to use your brain to disconnect and be able to heal yourself like uh, Tom Dispenza Dr. Tom Dispenza talks about and some of the other you know gurus in the energy industry Joe yeah yeah and in our world we work with it on the emotional level because emotions are, it's energy in motion. Yes. Yes. Right? So there's, it's energy. And of course that's what the book is about. It's about the energy within us. Because when I started learning about that, I mean, I, I didn't, 
really ever comprehend the idea of chakras. You know, whenever I heard about them, I thought, well, people in the really woo-woo world talk about chakras. I don't yeah. know. What, I, I think they're kind of pretty when I look at the colors or, you know, I know yoga people do it and like, what is that? But I didn't know there's really just an ancient word for the energy systems in our body. They, the, the energy centers that run up the middle of our body. And yeah. uh, when I started to realize that, then it made far more sense. You know, I do have that geeky science side. And when I could have some sort of right. more explanation uh, about it, it made far more sense. Okay, so you've been working with your life, you've been working with pain, you've been working with the transformation and the actions, and it's, it's been coming into more beauty and there's still, you know, there's still back and forth. So you've done a lot of things. You've had, you've been coaching, you've had your website, you've had classes, you've had beauty, transformation, inner outer right yeah but why now why now woo woo the woo okay. why now yeah well first of all i i would say um as i was looking at building my business and uh ray and i we want to have more of a lifestyle business each of us and and to have a way to do the things we want we are you know in that semi-retirement kind of thing we don't want to build into a giant empire and do all sorts of things so trying to figure out how to grow my business on a sustainable way um first it was the idea of a small book i've been reading a lot about using those as sort of a uh, a free gift to bring people into your community and, and that kind of thing so i looked at that i studied it uh, okay, you know, 60 pages. And then it just morphed from there because, first of all, I love writing. Part of the reason I wanted to be a coach and get into this type of lifestyle was to be able to write. Mainly for my own pleasure, but I wanted to write. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I, you know, I thought I could share things in, in some way. So uh, I ended up in a class about cranking out your book um and i've been with this woman now for a year i did a storytelling class which i've done several others because i love the storytelling side of things mm -hmm. and learning how to do that in a good way and then she um started this course called crank out your book in eight weeks so i took that and learned so much about how a book comes together we didn't even start writing till the third week so, you know, long story short, I'm still with her. Yeah, I did an extension. Now I'm in a second one to do my uh, developmental editing to keep mm -hmm. it going. And uh, what's happened, she actually helped me find my signature framework, as it were, that what it is that I do and how I work with people, whether one-on-one -on -one or in groups, it is, there is a framework to it. And so that's what the book has become. But it's more now to help people see this energy system and how to work with it mm -hmm. and um, in, a, in a simple way. So if people come to the book, and I'll tell you why woo-woo in a minute, but if they come to the book, 
and they're a novice, they can learn and they can actually go through exercises. And I, I tell stories, I tell one of mine and one of my clients in each chapter so they can learn from those and say, well, that resonates with me. I've been there in a similar um, situation. And then I have uh, exercises and things. Or if it's someone who really knows a lot more, who's really into the woo-woo side, it just might be more of a reference or even an entertainment. And uh, I, want, I, I have to write the how to read the book part of it yet. And it's, it's going to be that idea of read the whole thing front to back, but also just open it up and see what happens because you can use it as an oracle, as it were, you know, like mm-hmm. people who do, uh, it's called Bibliomancy, where they open up a Bible, you're in a hotel room and you open it up and you get a message. Just, you yes. know, open up a page, look down and find it. So you can do that with any book, of course. So it can be done that way. But uh more importantly, if you're feeling something, you can use it and go right to that chapter. You know, maybe you do have, uh, when you learn about checking in with your body and where your emotion sits, perhaps it's in your chest area in your heart. And you can go right to that chakra and, and go right to the exercise if you want or just, you know, right? I mean, that's yeah. the feeling. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I hadn't. I mean, I do those kinds of things, but I hadn't thought about it as I, as I read your book. Yeah. 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 No, that's great. Yes. Yeah. Very. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, the, kind of like yeah. It's, right. And, you know, if, and I know you have these books, but I, I have stacks of uh, books that I'm going back to, to refer to as I, describe things and um now um i'm on the last chakra the seventh and there are more outside of our body but i'm I'm concentrating on the seven major um energy centers so i'm on that one and i need to then write a chapter on all of them coming together and then the conclusion go back write how to write it how to read it but in each chapter i have to go back in and in this section, that's the teaching part. Mm-hmm. And I got to thank you for your feedback on that. Um, everybody, Kay uh, was one of my volunteer beta readers for the first few chapters, and she helped me because she loved the stories but kind of got not so excited about the teaching part. And I know part of that's because she knows this, um, but a lot of it was just too teachy. So I really do want to um, put my voice into it more, but also shorten it up. Like more of a, like each paragraph must have one point and let me see what that is. And I don't know, it might even turn into bullet points. I'm not sure how mm-hmm. that would be, but to okay. make it more of a, okay, this is what the this chakra is. This is what happens when it's blocked. We talk about blockages and opening, you know. Um, so then, uh, I talk about the shadow in every single one, which that could be a whole nother book, of course, but the idea of the shadow and then um, getting into the exercises. So it it is a process because you have no idea. First of all, I didn't know how I was going to write this. I didn't know exactly. I just, I want to share what I do and I want people to know about it so they can do it. And, you know, of course, there'll be little times when I say, 
go to this link to get a, a more info or to get a, an audio yes. video kind of thing to help you through tapping or whatever, they'll be there. But it's more of a, a tool for everyone to share, get it out to the world, let it spread. The big part of uh, why it's there. So yeah. now the woo-woo, the woo-woo part. Um, well, let, 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 me, let me say something about the book because I love okay. it. And I love this work. It's just, yeah, it's in, in me. So I, so I love the work and I love the information, like, like you said. But I have to say, and I, and I want to say to all that listen to us, Sandy is an excellent story writer. And so, excellent isn't even the best word. I love reading Sandy's stories, just the way oh. that she puts them together, the words that she uses. You feel like you're there having coffee or tea with her while she's telling you this story. That's awesome. the best. That's the best. I love it. And I think what that does is piques interest and it somehow comes into the body, comes into me. And mm. then it makes me even more interested wanting to do the work. And I do the work all the time. You and I know that. Yeah. But it's these stories that I just wanted to say. Sandy's right. the best. Well, so. you know, I, I started writing stories. Um, it, it's kind of interesting because uh, it was actually the year that Ray, my partner, and I met as friends. We both ended up at a wellness and writers retreat in Hilton Head. Um, mm -hmm. At the time, I was in Savannah, just outside of Savannah, and um, I, I decided, you know, this is an hour away. If anything happens, and my husband was beginning to was like uh, episodic dementia, wasn't full blown. Mm -hmm. I thought, if anything happens, I'm an hour away. I'm I've got to do this, and it wasn't just a couple of days. You know, it was a good, not I think it was a maybe six days mm -hmm. at least. So anyway. I went just with the idea of helping my friend um, who was in throes of wanting to write her book. And I thought, well, I'm going to support her. And, you know, I have all these stories in my head from the beauty industry uh, that I'd like to write and um, not the gossipy tell all kind of stuff, but the, the stories that make you laugh, make you cry, make you feel good yes. from there. So in the end, the, the two authors who were teaching us and working with us, uh, it was decided that I should do a blog and that then the blog of stories could then become a book. So I immediately started that and it, it's called Sandy Colored Hair. Uh, and it, it's still there. Um, oh. I, I've, I've, it's on hiatus. I haven't added to it. But okay. it's there. You can go to sandycoloredhair.com and find the archives of all those stories. Wow. And um, it happened that, you know, that was October. And then in March of the next year was when my husband collapsed. Mm -hmm. And I had to stop the blog. <laughs> you know, I, sure. I wrote, I think I wrote one more while he was in the hospital because he's in ICU. <laughs> and I'm like, you know, I got to write this. So that's how much writing is in my in me. I, I have to write. So anyway, it's been um, on pause, but 
I thought that when I get a chance, I want to go back to it. I want to go back to the original stories and add the perspective of what was the strength in, in the people in this story. Yeah. You know, yeah. Um, the, like the tenacity and strength of these little old 90 year old ladies putting rubber boots on with a rubber tip on their cane to go through an ice storm to get their hair done. As we were close, we weren't going to open that early. We were going to like delay for a couple hours. And the, the woman who was doing their hair said, no, I got to go. They'll be there. <laughs> sure enough. So I thought, what, you know, what a cool thing to just go back and talk about the, their inner strength and, uh-huh. and what was going on there. And there's a whole bunch, you know, so sure. uh, I do want to do that one day. Oh, good. Uh, anyway, so storytelling is in me. Uh, and since after that, I, I took several really in-depth workshops on storytelling and I have loved it. So it is, it's in me for sure. Okay. Well, you also now have a newsletter. So that that's different than a <laughs> blog, right? Yeah. Do you have a newsletter? Um, I have one. It is in baby stages, everyone. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, because what I've uh, learned is that you have to start talking about your book before it's there. Uh, because otherwise people will say, oh, what? You have a book? So months and months before, you need to, you know, uh, engage people in that. So I, it, it's very, very fresh and new. Um, it has, I want to find a consistent way. I think mm-hmm. at the moment it'll be once a month, and then I'll get into once a week at least, I think, or twice a month first. <laughs> and, yeah. just, and really they're little email uh, letters to work in a bit of a story. Uh, as well as share this journey of, of publishing and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, I want to grow this community. Um, I also have a private Facebook group for women. Um, and you can find that it's the uh, Empowered Radiance with okay. Sandy Evenson. Um, and come join that group because it's, it's, women being able to support each other and be vulnerable. I haven't convinced everybody that they can be more interactive yet, but we'll, we'll get there because I want to do some um, group programs or something and we'll, you know, things will happen. Okay. So, so we'll put these, we'll put the sandycoloredhair.com and your newsletter link. Yeah. If you go to sandyevenson.com, Okay. You will find there's, uh, first of all, get the free gift. Um, and then if you make sure that you um, opt in, yeah, when you get the gift, you're opting in. Um, you can always, you can always unsubscribe. Uh, but I, I promise not to overdo. Um, and that way you, you're into the newsletter cycle and whatever else. And doing that will allow you to be the first one to find out about when the book is going to be published. And there's always those pre-published sales. There's always we'll work in that uh, Amazon 99 cent ebook mm-hmm. um, promotion. Uh, because what I've learned is when we do that, it's like a two-hour window, you guys. So we have to like say, tell the world, everybody go there now. But you know, even if you want the the uh, paperback version or something. If you get that one um, in that two hour uh, window and there's certain 
these are all things I'm learning, but you, there's a certain, um, I forget what the categories that you choose that the book be in, you know, okay. for instance, personal development. And so it can shoot to number one in that two hours in that category. Okay. So then you have the right to claim that you're a number oh, one bestseller, <laughs> which nice. then helps it go even further um, the rest of the time. Okay. Um, so that'll be going on. So go to sandyevenson.com for sure. Um, and then uh, the Facebook is the uh, Empowered Radiance. I also have a business page on Facebook. It's Coach Sandy Evenson as well. So I, I try okay. to get everything out there as much as possible. Okay, good. And we'll also put this on our Facebook page. Uh, it, empowering us. Yes. Right. Okay. So awesome. I want to go through a lot more of this book. So we will have at least another chat with Sandy about this. Yeah, because you guys have chosen a way to tell it that's different. You're actually going to walk the woo-woo way by uh, renovating a house. Yes. And the I house is that part. The house is you. It's your inner house. And I'm relating doing that to walk through it. And that it's, it's, to me, I need a visual and that seemed to, to work. So. Yeah, okay, good. Kind of cool. Okay, good. <laughs> so we'll start through that the next time I'm kind of, dig deep and delve into okay. what sure. what that is oh sandy it was so good to have you today <laughs> oh, so what, a thrill what do you have from this segment what do you have to say in in closing what do you what do you want us all to know today uh you know i believe that we all get stuck and i just heard a quote was Mel Robbins, who they did a survey asking the question, are you stuck? It was 100%. 100% uh -huh. response. And so I want everyone to know listening is that you do not have to be stuck anymore. There is a way, and we tend to fight with our logical brain, and we fight back any of the, the hurt and emotion. And we don't want to look at it. But when we look at it, we free it, and we're not stuck. We gain our power back. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. So that, that's the biggest thing for me is that being able to work through uh, understanding that the energy is in you, and you can harvest it and empower yourself. Yep. That's the big one, empowerment, empowering us. Yeah. Everybody out there, there's always a way. I call it the woo-woo way. Sandy Evenson, thank you. SandyEvenson.com. Brilliant and beautiful. Thanks, Sandy. Until next time, we'll see you guys soon. Bye-bye. Here's a little bit more about Sandy and about me. Hey, it's Sandy here inviting you to opt in on my website for my free gift and check out my new course, Empowered Confidence on Camera. Learn my three keys for looking and feeling your best in videos and photos. Personal power, reclaiming your inner strength, technical stuff made easy, 
and personal style. Love how you look and sound on camera. Go to sandyevenson.com forward slash products today. Hi, everyone. It's Kay from Our Empowered Voices and shiftingintobalance.com. I want to ask you a question. What if you had an empowered and extraordinary life? What would that look like? What would that feel like? Maybe you do have that awesome lifestyle. Either way, do you ever bump into obstacles that stop you, cause you to get stuck spinning your wheels for longer than you're comfortable with? Are you starting to criticize yourself? Maybe with some butt-kicking negative talk? Well, I can help. I'm your get-out-of-the-muck coach. Get back on track with clarity, consciousness, and confidence. Let me guide you back into your empowered self, back into living your extraordinary life the way that you want, the way that works for you. I invite you to send me a note to schedule a clarity discovery call about where you are and where you want to go. The call is completely complimentary, and I'd love to talk with you. So write to me at k at shiftingintobalance.com. And now, let's get back to today's call. And thanks for joining Sandy and me on Our Empowered Voices. We love bringing you these stories of ordinary women that are strong and extraordinary, strong with their own empowerment and wanting to reach out and share themselves with their stories to connect in this world with the rising shared energy of love and miracles. We so appreciate you being with us. Let us know what you feel listening to these stories. And we'd love to see your comments on our Facebook page. So you can also let us know of your own empowered story. Thank you and bye for now.